This is Reimagine Law, a podcast about legal education and careers to help students navigate their career choices. Okay, well, welcome to episode 12, everyone. And it's great to be here today with uh, my colleague, Simon, and also our guest today, uh, Kishan Mathi as well. Now, let Simon introduce Kishan. And I think today, Simon, we were going to think especially around, again, a journey, a pathway into, into the legal sector, into the legal world. Uh, and also some different skills as well, and, and how we build those, and also what one can bring into a to a legal career. So uh, I'm very conscious of time as always. So Simon, ha- I'll hand over to your good self. Brilliant, Nigel. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. So uh, welcome, Kishan. And Kishan, you and I have uh, known each other in, uh, 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 and and you've come into contact with my kind of future, who uh, who, who I work with for for a number of years. So. Uh, looking forward to hear about your journey, but we're going to start with a kind of big question for you as a kickoff, um, Kishan, and it's something that a lot of people will experience, and that is not everyone knows what they want to do career-wise, uh, and in fact, most people don't know what to, want to do career-wise, um, so it's not an uncommon thing for, for people to, to, to feel that way. So we thought we'd start today by just getting you to share a little bit about what did you do to try and find out what would be the right career for you as a start point? And then we'll explore in more detail that journey you went on. So what did you do to try and find out what was right for you? Hi, Simon. Hi, Nigel. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here and talk about my experiences. So just to start off with, for me, when I started university, I didn't exactly know that I wanted to be a lawyer or what area of law I wanted to specialise in. And I think most university students um, who are starting out feel the same way. Um, My brother did when he started university and so does his friends as well. So for me, I think a great starting point is the university resources. So your careers advisor, all the fairs and events that the university holds, all the pamphlets and literature that's available um, whilst you're at university. But also... um, one resource that we shouldn't forget to use, and I also think is an excellent career advisor, is Google. So you can pop into Google any question that you'd like, and it, it churns out so many results. And the benefit is you can dive into your, your research and find an area that, that suits your interests. So when you see a result show up, it might be a heading or a word that instantly grabs your attention. And you might want to pursue that a bit further and learn about what that entails, whether that's something that you want to pursue as a career full time or that will be something that you would enjoy doing. And for me, I spent many hours after lectures, workshops, just browsing through Google and finding um, careers that really fitted my interest. So, for example, I like working with with big groups of people, collaborating and, and learning from each other. And there's so many careers out there that allow you to do that. And for someone who's from a similar background to mine, where only my dad worked and I'm a first-generation immigrant, um, I didn't know the, the the plethora of careers that are out there. I was quite pigeonholed into the traditional careers, like being a lawyer, a doctor, an engineer. But I didn't know that there were these other wonderful careers out there that allowed you to do so many other things. And I think that's the benefit of using Google. It helps you to come across these other jobs that you might not have considered previously. Brilliant. Thanks, Kishan. And and you also touched on, you know, use uh, events that you went to and career services and, and, and careers fairs. Just reflecting on some of the careers fairs you might have been to or some of the events that are that are run on campus, usually with employers. 
if you could just think that any ones that particularly stood out and if they did what was it that happened on that event what was said what was shared that really helped you start to narrow down your options and what might be the right thing for you I think that's a great question, Simon, because one that immediately comes to mind are the law fairs. So for um, people that might not know, every year around the application um, time, the graduate recruitment teams from the law fairs around around the country will come to certain locations where um, there are the, these um, universities and will explain and sell why students should apply to them. So for me, um, what that gave me was a way to go beyond an application, a name on a piece of paper. It allowed me to meet these uh, people who would ultimately be making a decision whether to progress me to the next stage of the application process and sell myself and show my personality where sometimes it's very difficult to put that across on paper. Secondly, it was to meet other lawyers. So graduate recruitment teams would be accompanied with um, current trainees or even associates and you have the chance to speak to them to pick their brain and ask them um, why they chose to be a lawyer and why they enjoy their job <laughs> and the other event um, sorry and the other thing that that I um, took from this was meeting other applicants yes it's true that you're all in competition with each other to get those jobs but you're all going through the same process the same, the same obstacles as well and it's it's almost um, it's almost useful to have those people in your network to share the ideas and see what they're doing. And I think a huge takeaway from attending these law fairs are the LinkedIn profiles, both the LinkedIn profiles of the, the lawyers and grad rec team at those particular firms, and also the LinkedIn profiles of the other applicants. Because the LinkedIn profiles of the, the lawyers and grad rec team show you what they're interested in, show you what they've done, what they've achieved. And you can kind of use that as a guideline as to where you want to be by the time that you're applying or when you're a lawyer. And even more valuable is the LinkedIn profiles of your peers because you get to see what they're doing. So although I did say we should spend time on Google, you can shorten your learning curve by visiting the LinkedIn profiles of your peers and seeing all the fantastic things that they've done because they've come across these opportunities some way and they've achieved that. And now they, they proudly present that on their profile to recruiters and peers everywhere saying, look, this is what I've done. This is why I'm an excellent candidate. And I think most students, um, and I think even now that I'm a, that I'm in the, in the profession, people shy away from visiting LinkedIn profiles because it's almost like a social taboo that you shouldn't visit someone's profile and see, see what they're getting up to. But I, I highly recommend this and I say you should do this because again, like I've said, you can shorten your learning curve by coming across opportunities that you might not have known about, but also you get to see what else is out there. So if, for example, if you visit someone who's doing the same degree as you and it might be law or it might be computer science but they're not in the traditional career so they're not a lawyer and they're not a um i know what people in computer science do to be fair but they're not in 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 the in the stereotype career but what what else what whatever they're doing now is also something that you could possibly do in the future that could also be of interest to you so i definitely think people should visit linkedin profiles and and find out what else is out there for them and they shouldn't be afraid of the social taboo. 
Brilliant. Thanks, Kishan. Uh, that's some really good insights there. And it links really nicely to my next question. You'd think we were prepared for today, um, but it links really nicely into my next question, which is so your journey you went on, you, you know, you, you did lots of finding out, you explored, you went to law fairs, you talked to organisations, you decided law was definitely the route for you. Um, but I know one of the things that you also did in terms of really getting to know the industry and, and getting to know uh, how you could position yourselves as positively as possible, was you also did quite a lot of finding out about non-legal firms as well. Do you want to just share a little bit about that and why you did that? Uh, yes, most definitely. Um, it was almost um, unintentional. So when I decided that I wanted to be a commercial lawyer, I didn't just know what I had to focus on now in terms of a career path. I actually became very determined that this is a path that I wanted to take and this is exactly what I want to do as a career. But as, um, as a non-Russell Group University student, and also I have three Bs, whereas um, most law firms expect AA, AAB as a minimum, I had to do a lot more to sell myself. And this is where I came across uh, My Kind of Future. Um, My Kind of Future had these very bespoke events with, with, with law firms, but they also had these events with big global renowned businesses. So what I did was I applied for these events and when I was successful, I got to learn more about the industry that they operated in. I got to learn from the senior leaders who were present, who gave their talks and learn about what the issues they were facing, what their goals were for the future. And these experiences were very pivotal when it came to interview because I could sell myself more convincingly, especially I could, I could show the firm that unlike other law students who've done a week or two weeks work experience at a law firm, I've been in the coalface, I've seen what your clients do, I've heard from your clients what challenges that they're facing, and I can bring this into, into your organisation. And one, one key thing that I learned while doing these um, experiences was that there was no other law students um, participating in these experiences. And this meant that when graduate recruitment were going through um, CVs and reviewing applicants, they were not going to see the experiences that I was going to be speaking about. And therefore, that made me stand out. And loads of students are always asking about how do I stand out? in my application stage, and this is how you do it. You pick something that's unique to you, that you're interested in, and then you sell that. Um, and honestly, if it wasn't for my kind of future, I don't think I would have come across this. I think I would have been like every other candidate and pursued um, events that were only legally focused. That's really interesting. Okay, and funnily enough, Kishan, it relates to an earlier podcast that we've done around commerciality. And, and that ability. So, if you've not listened to that one, uh, listen to that one yet. I, I really advise you do it because it talks about understanding the, the commercial world in which the legal sector operates, and understanding uh, the, the challenges that different sectors face. That you, as a, a lawyer and as, as a legal business, will will be supporting. And, and what a great way, as you say, to make yourself stand out. Um, uh, by addressing that commerciality piece. So really great point and really appreciate you brought that up. So thank you. The next thing I want to talk about, um, and it's my final big question before my wrap-up question, but my final big question to you is, so you found out this is what you wanted to do. You found out that, you know, you got those experiences outside of the legal sector as well to, to, to differentiate yourself. But as you talked about, a lot of what you found out wasn't all good news. 
you know, to your point, you have three, you got three Bs, which is great. Um, but it's not what a lot of law firms want. They want they want more grades than that. So from what you found out, what did you do to find a way to to make sure that didn't stop you achieving your goal? Um, yeah, again, Simon, a great question. So when I attended open days and I spoke to graduate recruitment teams, I instantly asked them, this is my position. I'm a non-Ross group candidate with three Bs. I know I don't meet your prerequisite grade requirement, um, but will you still consider me? And most firms said yes. But one firm actually said to me, we don't really care about your, your A-level grades or the university you've been to, but we will 100% get thousands of applicants who meet that eligibility um, requirement. So for you to be successful, the rest of your application has to be excellent. And that for me was a, a great sense of motivation because I can't go back and change my 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 A level grades or the university that I'm that I'm going to. But what I can do is show that one, I am more than capable of being successful in this career, and two, I'm gonna I'm gonna let my experiences and my and the things that I've achieved since achieving those A-level grades should prove to you that I am more than capable of, of being successful in this career. So these external um, non-legal experiences that I had were, were an excellent way to show this because I could show law firms, again, like you've mentioned, Simon, my, my commercial understanding, which is extremely crucial because, for one, graduates are... I mean, students are always grappling with the definition of commerciality. They don't really know. But I could not only get, define uh, commercial awareness, but I could show them these, these examples that, are, that, are, that I've gained from working with, with their clients. And this alignment was so powerful that it allowed me to strengthen the rest of my application to show them why I wanted to be a lawyer, um, why I was capable of of being successful in this career and, and what I could bring to the organization. And that's, I mean, that's what helped me to really, really stand out and, and be a different applicant. I think when I completed these experiences and I started sending out applications, I almost always got an interview. I was very rarely rejected. And that is, and even at interview, most of the partners would not talk about the, the the usual stuff they they would pick up on this very unusual experience i've had with three or or empower and be like first of all how did you get this experience which is a great way of of showing my initiative so i'm very grateful they asked me that question but then also explaining my experience would show would show them this guy really understands our business he's um he knows our clients and he's more than capable of working with them and delivering um a service that that we're very very proud of so i was very um i was very proud of this and this is something that i i still uh, tell prospective applicants that you shouldn't just focus on your legal experiences um you shouldn't just um have a list of law firms that you've worked for try to differentiate yourself and it's not just to say, hey, look, I've worked for Google. It's to say, hey, look, look at his other experience that I've gained that no one else has. Brilliant. That's really great, Kishan. And um, just before I hand back to Nigel, uh, the final question for, for me, and there's any number of answers you could potentially give to this based on what you shared already, but what would your final tips be for any person who is embarking on this journey into the legal profession? Just in you know, in the last minute or so, what would some final top tips be? 
my biggest tip I think is go at your own pace I think life is stressful enough without having to compare yourself against other people's expectations or schedules and as with any success you only see or hear about the highlights you seldom get to understand what happened behind the scenes and like I said earlier about checking people's LinkedIn profiles, you can easily become dis- disheartened by seeing someone at a similar stage to you with, with a, a list of, of very impressive accomplishments, but you don't know what happened behind the scenes with them. Equally, what your situation it might be very different to that. So go at your own pace and you'll be um, a lot more successful. Brilliant. Thank you, Kishan. Really, really uh, uh, appreciate that. Uh, yeah, Nigel. Fascinating. Thank you very much, um, Kishan and Simon. What a fascinating insight. And Simon and Kishan, I picked out two or three thoughts. So some phrases that stuck with me, um, Kishan, was go beyond being a name on a piece of paper. And, and that was one thing in the sense of, you know, the how you did it with imagination um, by under, wanting to understand and be curious about. I think curiosity start, struck out for me throughout your, your discussion, really. You know, you were curious about the Boulder world, whether it was Empower or it was the clients of the law firm. So I think my action for people here, Simon, your one action is be curious about the broader context of the career you're, you're, you're interested in. As you say, Kishan, because that's what helps you to stand out in a really lovely way as well, when you can talk about these broader experiences, which, especially as you say, when you get to see the partners and the senior folk, they say, oh, yeah, well, we're really interested in the broader aspects of all of our clients. So you can almost have that business and client commercial conversation. So be curious. um, Be curious about the broader context to stand out, which is going beyond being a name on a piece of paper. I really liked your idea as well. Very, very practical tip, that, that idea of looking at peers on LinkedIn as well. And just for two reasons. First of all, it might give you clues of the types of things that are available. So whether it's types of schemes they've been on or uh, sort of uh, work placement schemes or whatever. But also, as you said, it it might also pique your uh, curiosity again of almost, well, are there some paths I haven't considered yet? Because actually, they've got a very different degree or very different experience. And they seem to be looking at other things as well. So I really like that idea of almost looking at peers and seeing what have they tried and what does that mean for me? What could I almost bring into my world as well? The thing for me, Simon and Kishan, you know, it's it's very much all wrapped in that whole thing of curiosity. You've described it really beautifully. So be curious about the broader world. That helps you stand out, helps you go beyond being a name on a piece of paper. Uh, and on a practical level, what are other people at my stage trying? And what could I take from that as well and, and build into my approach? Yeah, and just a couple of thoughts I had as well. I really like the piece about you can't change the past. You can't. Your grades are your grades. Um, so, uh, but you can control the now and you can control the future. And that a bit about, just as you said, Nigel, about that curiosity piece, you know, go find ways to stand out. We are who we are. You know, to your point where you very openly said at the beginning, Kashan, you know, first generation immigrant, you know, like we are who we are. We can't control that, what's happened in the past, but we can control what we're doing going forward. So that really struck out for me. The other piece, I think, and it it relates to the point you've made there, Nigel, around, you know, connecting with people on LinkedIn and your peers and, and just to see what they've done. You know, the, the, the value of meeting with or connecting with people in role. You talked about this also on the careers fairs. You know, talk to people who are currently trainees or apprentice paralegals or whatever they happen to be, you know, and just, just find out about them. Because one of the things you'll often find 
is their experiences have been quite diverse as well. And again, it just gives you that reassurance that you don't have to be a certain shape, form, have had certain experiences, as you alluded to, loads of internships with our law firms to successfully get in to a law firm. So I think a number of really, really good takeaways. So Kishan, much appreciated. And uh, a big thank you from me. Thank you, Simon and Nigel. It's been a pleasure. Likewise. Thank you very much for your time, Kishan. Good luck with everything as well. Thank you. 